Dear Diary, today I interviewed Corey. He's been a mascot since he was in middle school. He's been in inflatable mascot suits, worked with a mini mascot, and even skydove into a stadium. Take a listen. How long have you been a mascot? I've been a mascot for going on eight years now, but this is my 19th season. And what was it about mascotting that called to you? I don't know. Why did you want to be a mascot? Uh, Ever since I was a kid, I just, you know, wanted to be a mascot. And I knew that it was a job because my grandma actually worked for the Columbus Jackets. Um, So I knew the guy that was in Stinger at the time. uh, And I knew that, you know, it was a job and the path that I wanted to follow in it. So, uh, you know, here I am and uh, I've accomplished that. And so what was your first mascotting gig? My first mascotting gig was in double-A uh, baseball. It was actually when I was in high school at the time, but I went up against 50 other people, and then I got one of the two uh, spots on the mascot team. Is that is this the same position or no? I could have sworn you were a high school mascot. Or maybe it was I got that yeah. confused with like... Yeah, I was a high school mascot too, um, but I thought that you were just talking about like professional mascot jobs. Oh yeah, no, I'm just like the start of it all, like high so high school and then the double A team. Yeah, um, no, I, I started actually in middle school. Oh wow! Um, I was oh a mascot gosh. for my middle school it was a Mustang, and then uh, my high school mascot was a Eagle, and we actually had the you know walk around uh, in costume mascot and also the inflatable mascot and i got to be both of those so that was pretty awesome oh that's cool i love those inflatable mascots <laughs> those are cool yeah they're really they're really fun to uh, perform in you know you could do a lot of uh you can do a lot more stuff in that than you can in a regular costume yeah definitely <laughs> and so is your position out is it a full-time position or do you have more than one job uh, my position here uh, is full time. I'm still, you know, minor league baseball, but uh, I've done, you know, throughout my years, mascots for various uh, professional teams. Can you talk about maybe the audition experience? I know you said you went up against fifty different people. That's that's got to be intense. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, the audition that I went to that at that point, <clears throat> you had to uh, email the director of game entertainment. Um, give me your resume, your highlight video, and then you got invited to in-person interviews. And then, you know, you show up and you put the costume on and you go out and uh, you perform a skit and then also uh, some various, you know, improv exercises. And then uh, after that, there you uh, pop the head off and then there's a, uh, like, in-person interview, like, at the same time, which, you know, I wasn't aware about at the time. But, uh, you know, it's it's, I guess good also um you know to get to know the person under the mask as well as you know the the character on the outside that's awesome and your character now has been around i always like to ask like did you keep some characteristics do you feel like you added some when i came here uh december of 2015 i you know picked up and had you know four or five other guys before me um, in the in this role and the character itself is you know uh, 27 years old uh, this year, so um, we have you know all that you know, dating back to when you know Michael Jordan was playing um, in in the minors and you know the uh, the interaction of the character uh, with you know Michael Jordan back in the day, uh, but you know I've kept the the signature the same attitude's pretty much the same but you know i bring a lot of uh stunts to my character i make it sort of you know like a no nah, i wouldn't call him like a like a stunt double or anything um but he's definitely a mascot that does uh stunts like i repelled um off of a 40-story building a couple months ago and then um i've done various you know things from skydiving to you know riding four-wheelers and all that other stuff so my my character is very you know well versed with uh basically any situation that you can come by <laughs> wow that's like amazing <laughs> that always amazes me and i know cosmo supposed, i don't know like it was actually like cosmo that jumped out of a plane like and flew into a the stadium but yeah that's pretty uh crazy so what would you say is the- yeah a lot of <laughs> a lot of the times with that it's uh, kind of you know a little 
different because you can go up to a performer and be like, hey, we want you to skydive out of this plane. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Or, oh, you know, I don't know about that. So um, <clears throat> with that, there is, you know, the opportunity for, um, I know, I think the REMAX skydiving team uh, will put, you know, uh, people in a costume and then actually, like, you know, do the, uh, uh, you know, jumping out of the plane and all that stuff. Uh, but, you know, sometimes it's, if you want to go up, like when I did, I had to be, you know, secured to somebody else and all that other stuff. So um, normally there's a lot more of safety precautions, you know, if mascots have to go up with the performer inside as opposed to somebody that's actually, you know, been trained in skydiving. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I would, I'd be like, hold on to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my eyes would be closed the whole entire time. Like <laughs> I've said this before, I didn't used to be afraid of heights, but now I'm, as I'm older, like I'm afraid of heights. I went on a hike. It's called like the bridge to nowhere, and it's just yeah. this bridge connecting to a mountain. It's really weird, and it leads to nowhere. But I just went up to the edge and I was like, oh, man, like, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> like, oh, man. So what would you say is the the most dangerous thing you've ever done in the suit? Definitely repel the 40 stories. Uh, yeah. That 100% was the case. Like, you know, I would, I, would, I would think, you know, skydiving, yeah. But, you know, at the same time, I had a professional, you know, instructor, and like a uh, jumper that was attached to me. So, you know, going from having somebody that's, you know, there with you and like knows what they're doing to like, because when you rappel down those buildings, you have to belay yourself. Yeah. Um. So, you know, you actually have to put yourself down the ropes. So, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really scared of heights. You know, it's just like the adrenaline and all that other stuff that like, you know, builds up and, you know, and that, but once you're, once you're down and, you know, all the good video footage, you know, that you get from doing the actual event um it definitely was well worth it that's cool (laughs) that's awesome so have you ever proposed an idea that was rejected by your team yes (laughs) i believe every mascot proposed or somebody should be rejected by their team and so like what like what are some things that that were just totally rejected (laughs) uh so this one was actually something that was you know I have done somewhere else. I skydove uh, when I was in independent uh, league baseball, um, you know, into the stadium. But, you know, I tried to pitch that here, you know, for opening night and, you know, to my uh, GM and front office and everything. Uh, And, you know, they just didn't think that it was, you know, a good idea for, you know, skydiving into um the the arena you know with all the liability and all that other stuff that could possibly happen but you know it's i understand that concern and you know they're not independent league baseball you know they're they're in the pros so you know i get i get that there's you know some pullback on that and i understand it but you know it's at the same time uh you know it's it's something that you know i can do that i feel comfortable with but you know in the end it's it's their decisions not mine oh yeah definitely and anything else or that's pretty much been it as far as you know like big things go but like you know like small things um you know uh a new character i actually added a new character this year um that got or not this year last year that got some pushback at the beginning but you know now everybody loves it so i guess that you know would be really a good example but i really don't have that much you know trouble with you know, new ideas and all that stuff and pitching them here uh, because, you know, this is, uh, this is you know, definitely the place to, uh, to to show it out. So the new character, is that your mini mascot or no? Because I really want to talk about the mini mascot. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a completely different character. Um, that's like a rally time character. You know, it comes out in the ninth inning and, you know, it gets everybody, you know, pumped up for the for the comeback and all that stuff. And it's crazy because we used him one time this year, um, you know, because that's a pick-and-choose character depending on the staff that we have and all that other stuff. Uh, but we had him one time this year, and we came back and, you know, hit it off with a walk-off win. And, you know, it was pretty cool because the players and coaches and everything, they credited Mascot with the win. So that was pretty cool, you know, to see something that, 
you know, I've developed and brought to life and, you know, everybody liking it. That's awesome. So, I mean, how did, how did that idea come up? Like who threw out that idea? And then how did you just get the ball rolling to get a mini mascot? Cause that's, I know you said you only used them once, but I just, I really need to get the behind the scenes story. On... Wait, who, are you talking about the, I was talking about the rally time character, the mini oh. mascot. We use a lot more than that. Okay, are you talking about the mini like, mascot or the what time? No, 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 no. Sorry. Confusion. The mini mascot. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, uh, the mini mascot has been here. Uh, I believe that it is the character's 20-something season. I, don't, I know it's not been as long here as, you know, the main mascot has. But it's pretty cool because it actually is like a family-type thing. The mini mascot's dad actually was, you know, the mini mascot back in the day. And then it went to somebody who like wasn't you know related to the guy back in the day, and then now uh, his daughter's doing it for us. So uh, you know it's it's really cool you know the, that things like that you know stay like local uh, in the family and all that stuff. So I think that's pretty cool. Okay, that's cool. So it's like tradition, I guess, a little bit. And yeah, I would I would call it a tradition. <laughs> and so they just put on one of your old heads, right? <laughs> No, uh, they actually have all of their own separate uh, um, things. Uh, the mascot company that we that we were with before I went to the one that I use currently, um, they actually made you know separate stuff for the main character and the mini character. So the mini character, like what I'll do to it is all like Father's Day and Mother's Day, like all that other stuff. I'll dress you know that head up with the. Uh, the Father's Day um, character, or the Mother's Day character, uh, and then they'll, you know, come out on the field and we'll do something. Uh, but, you know, obviously on those days, I can't have the mini mascot there too, which is a bummer, but, you know, at least we have a specialty uh, character like that. No, oh, yeah, definitely. We said we didn't want to talk numbers, but the mini mascot gets paid, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that she she's paid um, 100%. She's, you know... Uh, She's actually older than I am, um, but her job is definitely uh, part-time, uh, Fridays and Saturdays only. So your mini mascot is not a kid? No. What? It's not a kid. She's a, she's a little person. Oh, wow. This is, like, amazing to me right now. <laughs> well, yeah, but there, with, with a lot of the kid stuff, um, you can't really, you know, it's well, you can, but it's not really a good idea, you know, to put a kid in costume. Uh, you know, number one is liability. Uh, you know, if, if he does anything or if the fans do anything, because I've, I've, I know that not fans here, but fans that I've worked with previously, um, I definitely, you know, wouldn't want to put a kid in that situation. So, you know, we have the, the person that we have in, you know, uh, the mini mascot, they know how to, you know, work the crowds and, uh, you know, see all the potential problems and all that other stuff. So, you know, if we have crazy fans or anything like that, they're just, you know, trained to go away. And it's a lot easier to do that with somebody that, you know, understands being a mascot and all that other stuff uh, than just, you know, trying to explain it to, you know, kids. So oh, yeah. um, I know that, you know, I know that a lot of other mascots um, use, kids and sometimes they're like their own kids which is great you know i think that that'd be awesome uh you know to eventually you know have kids one day and you know bring them into being mascots and you know opening that door for them but you know until then i have you know the the mini mascots so we'll uh we'll, we'll see and uh, make do and all that stuff oh yeah that's cool mine mind blown like seriously because i mean i was i was just in that mindset because mascots for a cure was this past weekend not when this episode comes out but their mini mascot was there and it's a kid and they've talked they talked about how he's like eight years old and stuff so i just like uh, oh yeah he, uh, he's also um you know been at a lot of the other uh bigger league teams you know coming in as uh as like the mini character for that mascot yeah Definitely. <clears throat> but um, as far as I know, he just does it for the, you know, a couple games and then goes back to his house or wherever <laughs> they're at. Um, do you know how that works? Yeah, pretty. Yeah, I think I, I saw a video. So but that was yeah, a while they just back. Do a, so. 
Yeah, that's. Were you good. actually? Did you get a chance to go to Mass Catholic here? No, I didn't. I oh, okay. I was planning to, but my dogs are crazy, and uh, last minute, I I just couldn't leave them like with anyone. Like I had to stay behind. Like I had to stay oh, home. Yeah. So yeah, it didn't work out. So I was like, oh man. But yeah, trust me, that I went. I went last out. year, but I had um, other commitments this year, so I wasn't able to go back. No, yeah, that's, I mean, I. it's got to be tough for baseball mascots because there's so many games. Oh, yeah. So. Well, and then if it's not games, it's, you know, appearances and, uh, you know, all this other stuff that you can't really, you know, if you have a, uh, you know, appearance doing a, a run or something like that, and, you know, you've already been, you know, oh, come see, you know, the, uh, the mascot and all that stuff here. So, you know, once that's, all put out you can't really you know do anything about it but it's great because it you know promotes you know you being there and all that other stuff but you know it definitely you know doesn't let you go to uh other events no yeah definitely i mean there was so much coverage on that i feel or i don't know on my facebook feed it just seemed like there was like 20 different articles about the mascots in houston and yeah, so if you're just in one of those pictures or in in the video, like I mean, obviously people are gonna wonder what what mascots that where are they from and check you out. So I mean, that's it's a lot of promotion for everyone. You know what I mean? It's for a good cause and then also getting your name out there. So oh yeah, it's awesome. And you know, uh, Derek, uh, I know that this year he or last year when you know I uh, worked with him and all that other stuff and went down you know to Philadelphia for the mascots for a cure event. At that time, I don't think that he was officially partnered with anybody except for Dave Raymond and uh, Glenn Street with Street Characters. But now that, you know, he's he's grown and, you know, used his resources and reached out and all that other stuff, uh, you know, he brought in Chris Bruce and Robert Bowen and all those other people that, you know, know everything about being a mascot and what it means and how to, you know, market everything. So... I think that, you know, getting all of those people involved, all of the, you know, he basically got all of the big mascot entities involved at the same time and the same thing. So, you know, I don't see anywhere um, but to, to go but up with, you know, his program. So that's, that's good, you know, for him and it's good for all the other mascots, you know, because they're definitely learning from, you know, the best. Yeah, definitely. Next year, for sure, I like. I need to go and mascot games. Mascot games is also on my bucket list. So, <laughs> and I was. Oh yeah, they did were you go to mascot there? games either? No, <laughs> they were on the same weekend. Oh, yeah. I was like, what is going on here? Like, <laughs> yeah, they were. That was weird because mascots for a cure. Uh, you know, back when they were setting everything up, I was like, yeah, you know, I I can't really attend it because I have, you know, appearances and then I have, you know, another game, uh, not for the team that I work for, but I also do like part-time mascot handling for my roommate, you know, just for a little bit of extra cash. So, you know, I go, I had to go over and do that game too. So, you know, between those two events and, you know, it's, it's hard, it's always a hard pick because, you know, I got, I've been to the mascot games. I believe it was, two years ago for I was I was there the nineteenth and twentieth seasons for that. So I wanna say maybe maybe eleven and twelve, uh two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. Yeah. I could be wrong on those years though. Um so you know it's always great to go back there and see those guys. But, you know, it's always great to go to the mascots for a cure event. So, you know, with those two things being in the same basic, like you said, week it's you know it's hard for basically any mascot to hit both of them no yeah definitely and i i definitely want to check out mascot games because that just seems like just crazy madness there's a ton of kids there you know it's, it's a good thing to do you go there and you know you just battle it out for real you know against the other you know guys and it's pretty cool because you know you go to you know you go to bars you go to the restaurants out and uh, you know, Orlando and all that other stuff and hang out there. It's, it's, it's a fun time. Oh yeah. And then, uh, I don't know if they still do it, but when I was, uh, when I was there for the two years that I was, they gave us, uh, free tickets to Universal Studios. So that was pretty cool, you know, to do on the last day before our plane came in. So, you know, they, it's, it's cool. Cause you know, they, they bring you in and, you know, they pay for everything and then, 
you know, you get spending money and all that bar tokens and, uh, you know, drink tickets and all that other stuff. So, you know, it's, it's nice that, you know, they, they actually, you know, respect the, I guess, talent that is, you know, that they're, that they're taking and, you know, they're obviously, you know, they, they charge tickets and all that stuff. I don't know how much is donation, um, but you know, the, the mascots are doing a favor to them. So, you know, it's awesome how they, you know, give the favor back to the mascots too. Oh yeah. I mean, that sounds sweet. Like that sounds like a sweet hookup. <laughs> and I, I just want to tell that story. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to Florida and like, oh, are you going to like Disney World? And it's like, no, I'm going to the mascot games. <laughs> like that would yeah. be my story. And you know, it's, it's every year it's getting bigger. I feel like so you know, one, one day you'll be like, Oh, you're going to Florida, you know, for the mascot game. So yeah, it's yeah. it's the same place every year. You know, it's, it's huge names in the mascot world, like, you know, stuff and all those other people, you know, it's, it's a great place to go, but you know, it definitely be, would be a hard choice to pick between, you know, the mascot games and uh, mascots for a cure. Definitely. So that I feel would be like the hardest decision. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> trying to get back on track. How do you mess with the rival teams and the fans? See, all of, uh, at least for me, um, I wouldn't say all of the rival fans, but most of the rival fans that, you know, I use for game skits and, you know, in between innings and all that stuff, um, a lot of it is plants. Like, it's fake people. You know, if I want to go and I want to, you know, put a uh, pie in s- somebody's face, you know, I have my handler, uh, you know, change all the clothes and we have, you know, shirts and hats from, you know, all of our rival teams and stuff like that. You know, because if it, being a mascot, you know, if I, I've seen so much go bad um, with, you know, once you use actual fans and stuff like that for your skits, you know, you can go and you can silly string somebody and do all that stuff but you know i guarantee you you know if you watch a mascot video and there's a highlight in it of you know the mascot just going up and like with a huge like sheet cake and just putting it in somebody's face like that that's all you know planned out if if the person's a real person that could always be it you know if you go and you talk to the person and then you say hey we're gonna do this is that fine and the person's like yeah that's fine um, you know, but a lot of the times it's, you know, somebody that's, you know, related to the mascot in some way or, you know, doing all that. So I definitely would say that, you know, all of my, I want my fan experiences, even for the other teams to be positive. So it's a lot easier when I just use, you know, my own people for, you know, if I want to pop someone in the face or, you know, do the funnel trick with the water and the coin and all that stuff it's just easier to have somebody else that I know and that I have complete control of, of, uh, you know, doing the skit with me. Oh yeah, definitely. I went to Bernie's birthday party and I participated in like a tire roll between like, it was one of those activities like between the innings or, or whatever it is. And yeah, like I had to sign yeah. a waiver and everything, which I totally expect, but I mean, nowadays you need a waiver for everything. I mean, Oh, yeah. Even people that are used in any of my skits, they have uh, waivers for and all that other stuff. But, you know, it's it, it's it's also good, you know, when using, you know, fans and all that other stuff, you know, to have if you use somebody that's on staff and something happens or, you know, you hit them with the pie too hard and their nose breaks or you have a sheet cake and they fall over the seat or they knock over something or you know, it's 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 a whole lot easier to have the waiver side and have, you know, everything taken care of than, you know, actually using somebody else. Yeah. So mascotting, like you want to pursue this as a career, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, that's actually, that's what I'm doing now. Um, you know, salary, full-time, benefits, everything. You know, I, I can't, it's, it's a great setup here, you know, but everybody... Uh, you know, wants to be doing something bigger and, you know, better and, and the, the big pros. So, you know, I, 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 whenever anybody asks me about it here, I always describe it to them the same way. Uh, you know, like our players, they're, you know, trying to go to the next, they're, they're, they've already gotten drafted, 
you know, so they've gotten to the next level outside of, you know, high school and college and all that. Um, now they're just trying to get, you know, up to, uh, the big leagues. So, you know, and they're, they're, you know, they're not too far away from where we are uh, as opposed to the big leagues. Um, so, you know, they have, uh, um, a couple jumps up, but, uh, you know, once they do that, we've already set, uh, two people up and, uh, you know, they're doing great. So. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a great way to think about it. It's like you're just always trying to better yourself, get to the next level. So, um, yeah, definitely. How do, you, <laughs> how do you deal with the unsupervised children, the crazy teens, drunk adults, and maybe crazy ladies? <laughs> the 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 kids, you know, kids are kids. They're kids are all crazy. I feel like uh, you know it's just different types of crazy. Um, you know, but it, if you have the right people around you. Um, you know, like my mascot support staff, um, and all that other stuff. Uh, you know, I really don't run into problems, uh, with, you know, the, the fans and all that other stuff. I know that there's probably been maybe, you know, like once or twice a drunk fan that's like, you know, been taking a picture and, you know, like hanging on me or something like that, you know, and it's just like, like you have to know in the costume, like, Oh yeah, you know, he's drunk or, you know, that's, that's obviously, you know, that's fine. Brush it off, you know, go on to something else. But one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to like stay there and like actually, you know, try to interact with them, uh, past what they're wanting. Like if they're wanting a picture, you know, you don't go interact with them and, you know, try to do all this other stuff. Um, you just get the picture done and you, you go and leave and move on to somebody else. You, you know, that's how you make those problems a lot more minor than, uh, uh, what you see, you know, probably in the news and all that other stuff. Yeah. Any, do any particular stories like pop out? <laughs> probably back in, uh, minor league hockey. Um, I actually almost got like taken from the arena like by this woman and these two other guys. So what? It was, that was pretty crazy. They kidnapped but, the mascot? You know, I, that's, that's definitely like a extreme case. So what happened there? They, they said, Hey, you know, come here. You know, I uh, always as a mascot, you say, Hey, come here. Like, you know, meet my son or, you know, meet my daughter. And then you're like, Oh man, so you got to follow these people around. But, you know, and it's great because, you know, you got to you, you love, uh, you know, seeing the kids and all that other stuff. But at the same time, like, you know, it's whenever somebody like, you know, like, hey, come here, you know, where there's not really I wouldn't say there wasn't anybody there, uh, but the people that were there should have been paying attention a lot more. You know, so it got to the point of where, like, I was walking out, you know, and then the two guys on the side they, you know, lifted me up and like started like taking me out of the arena. And, you know, then you're just like, man, luckily there was a security guy that was at the exit. So, um, you know, they definitely were not allowed back in the arena, but you know, that, that was a very weird, um, you know, mascot experience. I would say it's definitely one that I've never had anywhere else. So, you know, I don't know if it was like just those one weird people or, you know what that uh that issue was but you know thankfully security was there and um you know everything was taken care of yeah you almost went missing bro oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) a missing mask back in the uh well back back then i was like i was 18 so you know i really didn't know how to like deal with any of you know that stuff and you know hey come see this person or come see that person you know now whenever, you know, I do specific, you know, autograph times throughout the day. Um, I have, you know, autograph cards that I pass out, uh, you know, during the games and, you know, even at the end of games, I stay in, uh, at my, you know, autograph place until the last fan left. So. Oh man, but that's just like insane. Like you don't understand how many stories just like went through my head of like what they wanted with you. Like, who do they want with the mascot? Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? A lot of a lot of times, you know, it's it's the same question of, you know, why is somebody gonna go steal a mascot costume and you know rob a bank? 
Yeah. Like, why do people do half the stuff that, you know, people do and think that, oh, yeah, this is a good idea? Oh, man, that is crazy. So okay. they probably, I don't know, they probably wanted the mascot costume or the jersey. Or, I have no idea. And that was the easiest way, right? To just steal the person, like, in the mascot costume. Well, but that, that's the other thing that I don't understand is they know that, like, if I went outside of that arena at any point, I was 18, so I wouldn't have been considered a minor for kidnapping. But technically, they would they would have some sort of you know kidnapping charge of some kind. Yeah, no. from you know pulling something like that. So you know it's it, it's crazy. You know it's crazy the stuff that you know you read about and hear about, especially with you know mascots and you know handlers and you know oh this person missed this or you know the Mr. Met thing. So, but at that same time, also I was a part-time performer. So if you like pay close attention to like all of the stuff that happens, that's like big news in the mascot world. Like for, I'm using the most recent thing with, you know, Mr. Met, that guy was actually a part-time guy. So, you know, cause they don't have a full-time mascot coordinator at the Mets. So, you know, once you have a bunch of different part-time guys, you know, sharing that job and all that, um, it gets to, you know, if you want somebody that is like the face of your brand, um, it needs to not be a, uh, you know, part-time person. It needs to be a full-time, you know, salaried coordinator position. And I think that if every team did that, then they would solve half the problems that, you know, we've seen at least in this past year. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good point. I recently was interacting with mascots and no one has ever spoken to me like in the suit, right? So, and I, I'm totally cool with that. And, but this past interaction, there was some speaking in the costume, which I appreciate. It was like, I felt like it was in context, but at the same time, it was very... I was creeped out. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it really caught me off guard. And I was like, whoa. I was like, no, that's scary, creepy. Like, I don't know. And, but I, I appreciated, like, what they said and stuff. But, like, what are, what are your rules on speaking in this suit? Like, is it appropriate, like, ever? Or, I don't know, just your thoughts on that. Well, the first question that I have, I don't know if you able to answer this or not. But, like, can would you be able to tell me who the character or characters were? No, I don't want to say. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's why I asked, um, you know, cause there's some mascot characters that do talk. Um, I know that Robert's new character, um, Newton, he talks, you know, you got Reggie oh, yeah, from yeah. the, uh, I, it, it, technically he used to be with Raymond, but now he's with, uh, mascot hall of fame museum but yeah reggie um he talks too so i guess depending on the character you are i personally don't talk but you know depending on the character you are i feel like you could pull off not necessarily like talking talking but like making you know noises and stuff like that um but because definitely you know if you're not a guy like you know dave raymond and uh chris bruce and all those other people uh, that, you know, brought to life Reggie and, you know, Newton and all the other talking mascots, you know, it's, it's definitely hard to come up with the material uh, that you have to say all the time. Cause it's basically just, you know, mascots are used to improving with their body um, and not using their voice. Uh, but, you know, Chris Bruce and uh, Robert and all those other people, they're all great at, you know, speaking and publicly speaking and all that other stuff. Uh, so, you know, once you get that mixed with the character and then, you know, cause it's all, it, cause it's own separate entity and not like related with sports or anything that's like, you know, uh, in that area, uh, you have a lot more freedom to do basically whatever with, um, I know that the guy from the, uh, I can see the character, but I can't think of it. It was, uh, Archie from uh Rena, he can actually talk too so it's it, it's kind of a hit or miss there there's some originally you were never supposed to talk but then you know the i guess 
I, I guess you can't really say originally either because, you know, you get the chicken and then you have Dave Raymond. So Ted Giannolis, he talks all the time in his character and he has ever since the beginning. And then you have Dave Raymond, who's, you know, started out being the fanatic and he didn't really talk. I would say that he probably made some noises, but he didn't actually like physically speak. So, you know, and those, those two characters coming around at the same time, uh, you know, I would say that you definitely, you know, have to, I guess, figure out if you're going to go the fanatic way or if you're going to go the chicken way, you know, talk or not talk. So it's, it's a hard, I guess that's a hard question to answer because, you know, the two original mascots that, you know, started out and that everybody knows is that in that, you know, are well known. Um, uh, they both have different ways of doing things. So I guess, you know, if you go after one and do that, or you go after the other and do that, but uh, I've never actually like spoken in a mascot costume. Oh yeah. But even just words, I don't mean the, the yelling mascot. Like I recently saw a yelling mascot, which is, I felt appropriate, you know, cause I liked when Tux from behind the mask, you know, um, he had that little whistle thing. Oh, yeah, he used those squeakers. Yeah. yeah, and then there's Melvin from... With the whistle. Yeah, he whistles. But this this person, like, actually, like, spoke. And, I mean, it was very minimal. And, like I said, like, I appreciate it. But I was just... I was so creeped out because I had never... No one's ever, like, talked to me out of suit. So, like, I was... Oh, my God. Like, uh, Oh, I see I'm what you're saying. I'm pretty sure it was, like, socially, like... I'm, I'm so socially awkward. Like, if any of the mascots who have, like seen me in person like they know like yeah that chick's like weird <laughs> i'm pretty sure like he saw my face and was like what <laughs> but yeah anyways so is there, is there times that you ever like break character then and actually like talk to someone even if it's just like really quick like your handler or because i've had people that say like they don't even talk to their handler until they're out of the suit me and my uh me and my handler uh we've been working together for this is this will be our second season but you know, it's once you find somebody, my handler is also a mascot. So, you know, once you have, we have a couple of, um, I don't know what you call them, like signals, I guess. Yeah. Um, that like we can do. And he, there's really no need for me to talk to him. Um, because you know, he knows what's going on now. You know, the hardest thing is when, you know, I get a handler, you know, cause obviously the handlers here, they're part-time. So, you know, whenever he's working at his other job being the mascot, um, I have somebody else here who, you know, generally doesn't know um, all the signs and, you know, I try to walk them through it and all that stuff. But, you know, sometimes it, you know how it is. It just doesn't like click sometimes. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) But, you know, yeah, but I'll never, you know, break character and talk to them on the concourse. Um, I'll wait till we go back to like a dressing room and be like, Hey, next time I do this, we need to do this differently, you know, stuff like that. So, but it's, it's, uh, it's a lot easier to communicate with people, especially when you've been doing it for a long time, you know, and I'm just used to not having to talk. So it, it's, it's a lot easier for me, um, to not talk than I feel like it would be for, somebody that's you know never been a mascot before to go in costume and be like oh yeah you know uh you have to just not talk and do all this and that so i don't know i i I personally would say that it's better just not talking because you know you have those people that are like oh it's a person in a costume like all the time so you know that just if, if you if someone's saying that and then you go and talk then I feel like then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, there's actually a person inside of here, you know, not a character. So, you know, it's I, I feel like talking just takes away the uh, the magic, I guess it would be. No, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> so one more odd question. I don't know. I just like to ask this before we wind down. So have you received any cool gifts from your fans, maybe strange gifts from your fans? Um, I probably the coolest thing was the uh you sent me that envelope. Yeah. That was pretty cool. 
Uh, but you know, it's, it's a lot of, I get a lot of, uh, drawings and then they, you know, go up on, uh, the wall back in, I call my changing room, the tank. It's like, you know, where every, where all my props are stored and costumes and all that. Um, I have like a whole wall that's just dedicated to like fan art and stuff like that. But a lot of the, uh, a lot of the things that get sent to me are just, uh, emailed, um, baseball cards that they want me to sign and, you know, send back to them. So. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Oh man. Yeah, a lot a lot of it. A lot of my fan mail is, "Hey, will you sign this?" or uh um, "Hey, we have a picture for you." So, that's basically what my fan mail is. No, yeah, I mean, that's when I can't imagine like all the kids sending out like stuff and like wanting something back. So, when I send out my mascot mail, like I really don't expect anything back. Like I've gotten a couple like cards and stuff, which is cool, you know, I put them in my office and stuff. But it's like, dude, I just, I just want you to listen to my <laughs> podcast if you have the time. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe you'll be on. That's like the best I could hope for. But yeah, like, I just think it's that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it's cool if you get something back, you know, or if you send something and then it's like gone forever. That's kind of really sad. But <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the hardest thing about mascotting? Hardest thing about mascotting, I would say, probably. Nothing about mascotting itself. Um, it'd be more around like the front office work and you know all that other stuff. It's not necessarily hard. It's just very like tedious because um, you know whenever I have an appearance, I have to plug it into like three or four different sources, um, you know, and then uh, put put all the information in that, and then um, you know manage all my calendars and all that other stuff. So. I would say, you know, nothing about being a mascot is actually hard. You know, it just comes natural. But, uh, you know, as far as you know, everything that gets done in the office, it's just very, uh, very tedious. And, you know, it's it's hard from when you, like, go from working, you know, a seven-game homestand, and then you have six appearances over the weekend, you know, and then you come back in on Monday, and then you have, like, 12 more appearance requests on your desk and that other stuff, so. It's just very, you know, doing doing the work isn't hard at all. But yeah, like time consuming and yeah, 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 time that. consuming. Uh, that would be a better word. And the best part about mascotting? Everything. There's not <laughs> there's not really a bad thing about mascotting. Um, you know, it's just uh, I like being able to go places, you know, and have my. It's kind of like being a mascot. kind of like being a celebrity, I guess. Um, but you know, I have my own separate personal life, you know, and then I have, uh, you know, a mascot life. So, you know, everybody knows my character around, uh, the state. So, you know, I, I can't go anywhere, um, you know, even dressed in anything that, you know, is company related and, you know, people at Walmart will come up to me and be like, Oh, you know, I know them. I went to their game and all this other stuff. So, you know, so, uh, it's 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 uh it's very rewarding no yeah and i i love that about mascotting (laughs) like it's true like you're like rock stars in the suit but then you can step out of it and you know and walk away from that nobody knows who you are yeah Yeah. so i i just think that's like amazing and and not to like (laughs) to my own horn but i mean i talk to like the younger staff Mm. and stuff like work like working in parks and rec and I always tell them, don't wear your shirt anywhere, your staff shirt, like out, like anywhere, like you have to change after work because when you go out, like you're rep- you're still yeah. representing the city. And like, I really can't go into to like any more anywhere in the cities where I work, like without bumping into a kid, like your kids like, oh my God, Coach Denise, Miss Denise, what are you doing here in like the Ralphs? And I'm just like... I need to get my groceries. So, yeah, it's just funny. I swear, like, one time I went into a store. I just, I was coming from work, coming home. I needed to stop and get tortillas. And, and like, I saw five kids. I'm not lying. I saw five kids in the same store. And it was, like, every aisle I walked down. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I couldn't get away. Oh, my God. But, but yeah, like, and you just try and explain to the younger staff. Yeah, like, you are rock stars to these kids. Their day camp staff, like for years to come, they will remember you because there's only what out of day camp, like maybe six, five or six of you. And I know there's 90 of them and you may not remember their name, but they're going to remember you. So <laughs> just like, 
watch That's what you're true. doing. So, but yeah, mascots have it so easy. <laughs> like, yeah, you just take off the suit and like you're done. But I've seen it where like 20 kids are following a mascot. It's like insane. <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, which but, you know, you gotta look at those kids because. I, back in the day, you know, I was one of those kids, you know, following Stinger, you know, around and uh, the Nationwide Arena and all that other stuff. And at the time, I think his name was Bill. Uh, I don't know if he's still around doing any mascot stuff anymore. I don't think he actually is. Um, but, you know, it's just when I see people like that and, you know, one of those kids, you know, I turned out to be, you know, a professional mascot myself. So. You know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, yeah, those kind of kids can be annoying, but at the same time, like, you don't know, like, what type of, you know, family that kid has or, like, you know, what that kid wants to do when he gets older. You know, he could he could have a bad family, you know, and he could want to be a mascot. So, you know, any any uh, anything that you can do, you know, to make kids better or, you know, like, uh, open, you know, doors for, you know, kids that want to be mascots, um, you know, cause back in the day, nobody really like, thought, Oh yeah, I can be a mascot. Like that's a thing you can do. But you know, now it seems like, you know, mascots are getting more and more noticed by everybody. Oh yeah. And that's all you can do is like positive influences everywhere you go. Just try and make a positive, positive impact. And I, or just keep it neutral. I just say, as long as it's not a negative one, you know, <laughs> Just try and keep yeah. it neutral, at least. <laughs> so, which mascots inspired you as a child? I would have to say, you know, Stinger, just because uh, Stinger and Bruce Buckeye, because uh, I was born in Columbus, Ohio. You know, I grew up going to uh, Columbus Blue Jackets games, um, you know, hanging out with Stinger all the time uh, in and out of costume, you know, because my grandma worked for the Blue Jackets. And then you have, you know, um, uh, you know, Dave Raymond, who's, you know, obviously a huge inspiration to me, um, but he's also a big inspiration to everybody else. Uh, you know, you got Robert, Robert Bodwin and, you know, Chris Bruce, they're all great guys. Um, you know, it's just, there's, I wouldn't say that I like look up to one person, um, in specific now. Um, but I would say that, you know, over my years of being a mascot, I incorporate, you know, a little bit from everybody into my own performance. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I mean, I think those guys are amazing. I wish, oh, man, I wanted to see them, you know, speak in person. I mean, I talked to Robert uh, Bodwin and I yeah. I just, and watching Chris's videos, like, I'm just like, man, I wish I could be as well-spoken as that. <laughs> like, I would love to watch them, you know, give a, a presentation in person. That would just be, like, amazing. But, yeah, those guys are great, so. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, they're all really entertaining. But, you know, that's why they can pull off being talking mascots. Yeah. Because you know, they can <laughs> talk about anything. Yeah. So. And so, any shout-outs? Any shout-outs to anyone in the world? I'm got, I got to say, you know, all the, all, all the mascots, I got to give a shout out to everybody else that, you know, there's probably people that are, you know, listening to your podcast that, you know, know me or like some people that have at least heard of me. So, you know, just want to say hey to all of those guys. <laughs> awesome. Alrighty. Well, I just want to thank you for being on the show, man. We talked about a lot. <laughs> it's going to be a long one, <laughs> but thank you. Oh yeah. Me. I, I appreciate it. Thank you uh, for reaching out to me and, uh, if you need anything, just let me know. Awesome. Alrighty. Thank you. And that was it for episode number 33. I hope you guys liked that episode. And and I think the lesson in this past episode was never follow any ladies out of the stadium. <laughs> yeah, that, that still like is crazy to me. <laughs> I forgot about that story <laughs> until I started editing again. And I was like, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so anyways, this episode and the next two, I apologize my mixer, I did something wrong when I was plugging in the mixer. And so these next three episodes are going to be like backup files. And I don't know, like if you have a good ear and you listen to good quality podcasts, like you're going to sort of be able to tell. But mainly the thing, the difference is the overlapping. So this is all on one track. It's I, 
I tried my best to edit out me and Corey bumping heads and talking over each other. Um, so hopefully it's not too bad in the next couple episodes. But thank you guys for listening. <laughs> if you would like to be on the show, it's contact at mascotdiaries.com. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Mascot Diaries. I don't think I have too much to say. I just want to say thank you to Jackson, uh, Jackson DeVille for sending me some mascot mail and Stanley C. Panther for sending me the stickers and an autograph card. Jackson didn't really say anything, but his card has his number. So I guess I'll call and be like, hey, do you want to interview? And he'll probably say, nope, sorry, not interested. And I'll be like, okay, thank you. Bye. But <laughs> uh, I'll call. Eh, I'll call. And Stanley C. Panther said that he would give me a written interview. So I'm interested to see what that'll be like. I mean, I'll just send him the questions and whatever he responds, if it's funny, if it's actual, like, actually beyond the mask, like, I'll take it, whatever he sends back to me. I won't send too many questions, but I'll post that as a blog. But it'll be something different. I don't know. Haven't really posted anything besides podcasts in a while. There's a couple. There's one about Rampage when I first started and just like an introduction to me trying to get mascots to be on the show. So you can check those out. Those are like way, way at the beginning um, before episode one. And uh, speaking of Rampage, I really hope to make it out to a training camp this week. It's my last week of vacation and I hope to start my new job. Fingers crossed. Everything looks good, but I still need positive vibes. I'm waiting for it to be like official and i really really need hr to get on the ball and release me from my contract it's kind of a bummer because i had a mascot gig lined up i was going to help out my friend who was a principal on her first day of school but i won't be able to do that if i sign my new contract but it's okay she understands yeah and there's a fair coming up in october that i'll probably be the mascot then so it'll be cool it'll be experience yeah i think that's it i'm gonna try and make it out to the rams training camp to Maybe snap a picture with Rampage and Peter the Anteater of UCI. So stay tuned on Instagram and Twitter for for pictures. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and take care.